I won't get mad at you this time. Oh, I think I made a big mistake in, in, in inhaling all that air just now. This it's episode gonna, is brought to you by burps. It's gonna, bro, it's gonna come out any second. Like, why? why? I can feel it. Do this, not burp in the mic. This whole intro is, is ruined because of me. I know. Let it out. I can't. It's stuck. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, let's just start. It'll come out sometime during the episode. Oh, geez. Welcome to the Strive Nation podcast. My name is Corey Estreen, and I'm joined with my constant co-host, Taylor Huff. We talk about the monotony of our daily lives, always bringing to you the most exciting of content and stories. How are you doing today, Taylor? I'm doing swell. You're doing swell. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm picking different words. That's. I'm glad. <laughs> Reading the dictionary. I used a thesaurus. You used a, a, th- a th- thesaurus. Thesaurus. Yeah. What are we? What are we talking about? It. This can be a very interesting episode. Yeah. We're talking about the Nashville bombing. Of course. We have to talk about it. Yep. Everyone expects us to talk about it, and we're also going to talk about Jacob Blake and everything that came out in the news today about that. Yeah, some huge news. But first, but first. Up votes, down votes. Up votes, down votes. We also want to let everyone know that we are postponing the Joe Biden Kamala episode because of the Jacob Blake stuff and because of the bombing stuff. Yeah. It's coming. This stuff's more important right now. Yeah, it's a little more important. Our lives depend on it. Just a little. Plus, we'll have more info for the next one. That is true. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about it, but we'll see. The inauguration? Yeah. It'll be, yeah, it'll be after the inauguration, so it'll be good. We'll have a lot of deets for you. Deets. Yes. Check out the Instagram. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be doing something. Exactly. Okay. What's your upvote? My upvote is Ready Player Two. Mine too. Ready Player Two is amazing. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I am very excited. Got the audiobook because I can't read, but not really. I can. I can. You read. can read. No, I I fall asleep. I try reading, and I just all of a sudden I'll start reading and and see the same sentence three times, and then I get tired, and then I try to read it again, and then I pass out. That's why hmm. I can't read. That makes sense, because I've never seen you read a book before. No, I can't, I can't do it. It's too hard, man. It's too hard, and I didn't learn. I'm such a nerd. I'm going to listen to the audio, and then buy the book, and then read the book. Yeah, the audio book is amazing, though. It's, uh... Will we in? Right. Uh, <gasps> here it comes. Here it comes. Okay, I think I'm good now. <laughs> that it's, was it, I got gross. it out. I got it out. <laughs> I'm leaving it in for all of you to listen to. Oh, my God. Everyone turns the episode off. <laughs> So, Ready Player Two. Ready Player Two is amazing. What is it for people who don't know? It is an original book by Ernest Klein, and the audiobook, too, I have to throw this in there, is uh, narrated by Will Wheaton. But it's it's a character in, what is it, 2049? I think so. Around, Somewhere there, around there and after. The world has gone to shit. It's a post-apocalyptic scenario. So the, the, the rest of humanity has decided that it's better to be in this virtual reality system called the Oasis. So they hook up their brains and it's a place that you can do anything. And everyone can program and create their own worlds. Basically, anything you can dream of, you can find in the Oasis. Yes. It's a the sequel to Ready Player One, which yes. was a movie that was hugely successful. When was that? Three years ago now? Was it that long ago? I think so. I don't know. It's Either been two a- or three. Corey saw it four times in theaters. Yeah. It's so good. It has... I just love all of the different 80s and 90s references. I was listening to it and I'm like, oh my God, I remember that and that and that. It's great. It's it's just such good storytelling and world building. Like you're listening and you just picture this whole thing around you. It's amazing. 
Yeah, yeah, it's got, I just like, I'm finding reasons to just throw on my, uh, my AirPods just to listen to it. Like, let's go running again for the fifth time today because I need to listen to this book. Hey, at least as with your New Year's resolution. Yeah, I got to work out. So Ready Player 2 is forcing me to work out, which is nice. There we go. Is that that your upvote as well? Obviously. You love the book so far? I'm obsessed. I've only listened to, what, two days now? And I listen to it every single chance I get. I'm like, oh, I have a 10-minute walk to my car. Listen to it. My drive to work, listening to it. Lunches, I listen to it while I walk around the mall. I listen every single chance I can. Yeah, it's I, I am of the strong opinion that it is impossible not to like Ready Player One and, well, very soon, Ready Player Two if you haven't checked it out. Yeah, Definitely I agree check with it that. Out. What is your downvote? Uh, my downvote is that I went up to the mall food court because I ordered some Chick-fil-A and I tripped and fell and Penguin slid in front of Sabaro's like full out hands in front of me, penguin said like 10 feet. And then this little Hispanic man picked up my phone and helped me up. And he's like, you need to sit down. You need to sit down. And I probably should have, but I was too mortified and embarrassed. And then I had to do the walk of shame to Chick-fil-A where I know all the teeny boppers working saw me fall because they're all huddled talking and like whispering to each other. And I can't see their faces, like the bottom halves, but they're laughing at me. Yeah, the um, the penguin slide is your trademarked fall. I know. I don't know why, but I can't fall any other way. Every time I fall, it's not like a trip. It's not like something like, oh, oops, I can recover. No, when I fall, I go 110%. Balls to the wall, man. It's like your brain is going, she's going down. Lift up all limbs besides the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) At least my hands are in front of me to protect my face. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. The important things in life. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) The money maker. The money maker. Tom Cruise. The money maker. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, that was my down vote. I've recovered. I did not walk up by the food court today. But Oh, just in case you had people to, you know. Yeah, because I was wearing the same shoes, so I thought someone might recognize me from the night before. Yeah, it's like, bro, there's the chick who can't walk. The one that ate shit. The one that ate shit in the food court. I know. It was bad. It was bad. But anyways, what's uh what's your down vote? Mind on vote is the asshole that decided to run one of our stallman carts into the Christmas tree for what seemingly is no reason at all, just to cause pain and heartache in the in the hearts of people that well, I just want to celebrate Christmas. You were really torn up about this. I was. I sent. I also sent an email to management telling them to inform me what the police can find because I'm very very concerned. Yes, this is, uh, anyways, I got pictures, it's horrible. I'm like, just when you think it's over, right after 2020, 2021's here, boom, someone attacked my Christmas tree down in the lobby. (laughs) I was very, and it wasn't just like, hey, let's run it in the Christmas tree. Let's make sure it looks stupid, where the the, the cart isn't even touching the ground. It's wedged so far into the Christmas tree that it's actually sticking out. Like, who does that? It was bad. Christmas bulbs everywhere. (sighs) Yeah, what an a-hole, man. What an a-hole. What an ending to 2020. Well, actually, no, that was this year. Oh, that was only like two days ago. Yeah, it was this year. They're starting it off new. (gasps) Well, you can guard the the Christmas tree next year. Well, there's cameras. I I assume they'll catch someone. Well, yeah, because you were like, what time did you get home? Oh, it happened between 7.30 and 8.15. Yes, I had. You're being like a little detective. (laughs) Yeah, I had to get that sunk. Bitch. Yeah. 
aggressive. Well, yeah, I'm very angry about this. The cleaning lady was upset. Yeah, she was. I was talking to her about it. She was really mad. She called the person the Grinch. Well, that is a Grinch, technically, I yeah. guess. Upvotes, downvotes. Sweet, sweet, awesome. We'd love to hear what your upvotes and downvotes are of your weeks. Yeah. At all of our social medias. Post on the Facebook. Post it on the Facebook. Yes. Correct. Perfect. Should we talk about Nashville bombing first? Yeah, let's do it. Get it out of the way. Let's do it. It's sad. We woke up on Christmas morning to all my siblings running into our room. We heard, are you naked? Poof, coming in. And my siblings woke us up for Christmas. And it was all hunky-dory. And then I had text from my, my dad telling us that there was a bomb that went off in Nashville. I'm like, what? And it turns out that a man set an RV to explode in front of the AT&T building, what we call the Batman building. It's only a block away from our apartment, so that was fun. There was a lot of speculation on why he did it. We don't really know yet. I mean, there's some swirling theories like the Dominion voting system theory and the 5G theory. And the reptile theory. And the reptile theory. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if any of you guys know what the theories are, but basically Dominion Voting Systems, AT&T handled a bunch of the voting for for the election, the national election, and uh, he was obviously upset with the, with the results and uh, figured that blowing up an AT&T server warehouse was going to do everyone justice. In Tennessee, a really, really red state. Yeah, so, no, well, because AT&T... Did it out in other states? I as know. Well. I just right. thought it was funny. It, it happened was, in a very red yeah, state. I know. It, I thought of that too. I was just like, dude. Yeah. Then there's the 5G theory. Did he think 5G was bringing down people's immune system and that's how they're getting COVID? Yes. Something like that. Yeah. He yep. thought 5G was giving people COVID. Yep. It was a government takeover of the immune system. Yeah. Or, oh, I saw another one where he thought he was getting monitored. Through 5G by the federal government. Yeah, he was crazy. And then he thought people were reptilian. Well, that's so. that's an old one. That one's been around forever. I mean, that's been around forever. Yeah, that's a, that's always a good one, though. I love that one. But he had a girlfriend. He did. So was his girlfriend a reptilian? Well, I don't know. She did try to tell the police over a year ago that this was going to happen. <sighs> yeah, that's frustrating. That's really frustrating. I don't know the specifics of it. I know that the police had responded to a call to her to her house and she had told them this is my boyfriend he has an rv he's planning to put a bomb off in nashville and they never followed up on it right and the weird thing is if she is a reptile no i'm just kidding (laughs) no the weird thing is if you like why would you be dating someone who's like i'm working on a bomb for an rv i don't think i'm sure when she found that out she broke up with him what if not maybe it's all part of the plan i don't know Nah. That's for the FBI to figure yeah, out. Yeah, I don't know. These crazies are getting to me, though. They're <sighs> getting to me. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, it was not fun. It definitely put a wet blanket on Christmas. Just yeah. a little. Yeah, well, we weren't even home for it. That's the that's the thing. And like, Thankfully. Part of me was like, thank God, because this kind of traumatizing stuff always gets to me. I'm just like, yo, why does this always have to happen to us? In Nashville. <laughs> Little old Nashville. Every time something happens, we're right dead smack in there. Yeah, because it's a block from our apartment. <sighs> like, our apartment building has damage. Yes. Yeah, the windows are blown out in the first, second, and some of the third floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
We're good. We're a block away. Thank God. We're always good. That's how this works. I know. It's scary. It's just enough to annoy you, but not enough to kill you. That's terrible. It's true, though. We skate by. Think about it. The tornado, the riots, the hobo that broke in, the hobo rider. The hobo rider. That's what I'm You just like saying hobo. I try. (laughs) In Nashville, I love saying hobo. Why? Because I don't know. I just like the idea of him being a hobo rider. It was either a hobo or a rider, but it was rioters because one of them was drunk. No, it was like one dude. No, there was a drunk dude. Okay, it was a drunk hobo rider. Okay. But yeah, let's go with that. You don't know if he's hobo. I mean, homeless. <laughs> Does he den- identify as hobo? Maybe. Maybe you should put that on. Like, hey, what do I identify Those as? Those his pronouns. Black, Caucasian, hobo, check mark. <laughs> I'm going to start saying I would like to be referred as, as yeah. hobo. Yeah, and then, and then get angry when people don't refer you as hobo. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. And yeah. I'm hobo. And then demand the government call you hobo or else. <laughs> You put that on your driver's license. Right. People get jailed for not calling you a hobo. Oh, Jesus. This is going too far. I like it. Too far. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> too far. Okay, back to uh, the bombing. Yeah. So the block from our apartment. It was rough. Yeah. We didn't know if our apartment was fine. I was right adding people on Facebook that lived at the Salmon, messaging them, being like, hi, you don't know me, but we live in the same apartment complex. Do I have windows? Right. <laughs> Two girls responded. They were both very, very sweet. I actually want to get to know them in real life because I feel like they look kind of cool. Maybe that's how you can make some friends. You have enough friends. I'm just kidding. I have two. Yeah, they're, they're the Here. best ones. The best ones. Did you hear that? Are you listening in? The best ones. You got your shout outs, guys. Yeah, there it is for this episode. Out of the way. Yep. <laughs> but the girls were super nice. They reached out. They told us our, we still had windows. They gave me all this information on what was going on with the apartment. So that was nice. Yeah, it was just good because on our flight back, literally the police had to be like, yes, you can pass into the um, in the in into your living quarters. It was weird. Yeah. He was like, you got to walk right here and walk through that door. I'm like, okay. And Whatever. then I accidentally walked to the wrong door. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you did. I was like, bro. I thought he was talking about the side door. He thought that is the side door. That's what he thought. No, like the that's cop. the main door. I know. He didn't know that. Though. Oh. Yeah. I knew what he was talking about. I got you, G. I was tired, so. Yeah, we were pretty tired. We got back. And then, late. oh, we forgot about the fact that we didn't know if we were going to come home that night because um, there's a copycat driving around in, oh, a, in yeah. a white box truck playing the same recording. Yeah, round two. Yeah, so the RV that was parked in Nash downtown had a recording. First of all, it was playing downtown. That's one old song. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, then it was telling everyone to leave their... their to evacuate uh, and that it was a bomb. Right. And then it had a countdown for when it was going to go off. Yeah, it was super eerie. It very creepy. But then this copycat van, box truck, was stopped at a convenience store saying that it was a bomb. They followed it, and like several hours later, after the little bomb bot kept poking it, they figured out it wasn't a bomb. Right. I hope it was worth it for the idiot who had played that sound recording from his box truck. I hope it was worth going to jail for how many years? I don't know. What is that even called? I don't even know. Treason? What? No, it's not called treason. (laughs) What? That's. Do you even know what treason is? Yes. I was trying to think of... Okay, no, it's not that, but either way... He's probably going to jail, and good for him, because we don't need idiots like that in the world. Yeah. 
Oh, for terrorism. That's the word I was thinking of. Oh. Yeah. yeah that's close to treason. There you go. Close. <laughs> I'm yeah. on another level, guys. I'm sorry. The, I think what the saddest part was is there's a lot of businesses. So on 2nd Ave, where the bomb went off, there's a whole bunch of businesses in all those historic buildings. And all those businesses had just been looted this past summer during all the riots. Yeah, after dealing with COVID and then going through all the riots and getting everything smashed through. Because they were cleaned out. Like, remember that hat shop? There's nothing left. And then the bomb goes off and blows it up. It's like, after a while, what point do you say? You just throw in the towel going, okay, I'm done with this place. I'm done. It's sad. They'll rebuild. Well, yeah. those were all historic buildings, too. I know. That's all Second Ave is. Yeah, well, and now it's just this this giant black charred hole of a mini-nuke. I know, it's really weird. It's, it's eerie to look at. Yeah, all the vehicles and everything. That's what blow me. It, like, it's all charred. Even the vehicles, the all the twisted molten metal. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a, it just looks like a post-apocalyptic wasteland down there. I know. I mean, I haven't seen it because you can't get close. They stop you. Yeah. They barricaded everything with school buses, but then they cleaned it up. So now you can at least kind of I glance. saw a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I haven't even walked over there. I'm going to be honest with you. I crossed the street in front of it the other day. So I saw a little bit. I'm not going to be that person that like pokes around though. Right. I don't need to be doing don't that. Don't be that doucher. No. Also, like there's police in there. There's people trying to like take cardboard boxes and salvage any items from their apartments and from their businesses. You, like you don't need to be looking at that don't need to be a clout chaser right for all the cool kids and if 2020 was gonna get something in it was gonna be that yeah was that six days before 2020 is over well and he waited till christmas too anthony warner is his name was his name yeah was his name he's dead now he's now a a vaporized mess crisp he's crispy oh very crispy (laughs) (laughs) there is positives to this though Pride and Glory, the tattoo shop that was down there, they have a GoFundMe set up. They are raising a ton of money. Same with a bunch of restaurants. <gasps> we forgot. Our favorite restaurant is gone. Yeah, the Stillery. Stillery. Shout out, Stillery. Oh, man. Make your Come new back. whereabouts known as soon as you have them. Yes. We will We will go there. Chef, we'll show up to your house and pay you money. Okay, that's a little. What, for that pizza? I mean, it's good. But I'll show up to his house and pay him 20 yeah, bucks. Yeah, they have wood burned in their houses? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the restaurants and businesses down there set up GoFundMes. People have been donating to. Tennessee is also the volunteer state. So there's a lot of people on lists to get notified when they can start cleaning up. I'm on one of those lists. They'll email me and let me know when we're able to go in there and start cleaning up and helping those businesses. So that'd be cool. And there's a lot of relief aid too. Yeah, that's the one great thing about Nash that we noticed since we started living here is that people are, I mean, granted, it's the Bible Belt and everything and the Southern hospitality, but everyone's so nice and they're all willing to pitch in whenever... Whenever something bad happens to you, they're they're right there to pick you up. So yeah, it Nashville's was strong. It was really nice. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And to the final topic of today, oh boy, Mister Jacob Blake. Yes, tell people who he is. Why we're talking about him? As if you didn't already know, but we can go through it yet again for you. I mean, you should know if you don't watch the news, which I don't blame you. If you don't watch the news, but if you if you don't know about Jacob Blake, basically after the George Floyd incident happened, mm-hmm. 
everyone, especially the media, was pinpointing small occurrences. I mean, I wouldn't call this small, but occurrences of any kind that they could label as their systemic racist narrative. Police brutality. And Jacob Blake from Kenosha, Wisconsin, was shot by police after going to his ex-girlfriend's living quarters. And not for no reason, we don't really know why, but we assume it wasn't good because she called the police... On him. On him. So the police arrived because of her. Mm-hmm. Some altercations happened. They they had Jacob Blake not handcuffed, but uh, what is it when you get the hands behind the back? Subdued. They had him subdued. They had him subdued. Obviously, we're giving him commands not to move and etc., He decided to not listen to the repeated shouts from the police to not move. He escaped them, walked around his vehicle, even when they had guns pointed on him and tasers pointed on him. I was saying, he got tased as well. Also, he's getting tased the whole time. And And still moving. And still moving. But he decided to continue, despite all of the, the police, to reach into his vehicle to grab something out of the seat. He had no idea what he was going to grab. And that's when he was shot. And that's when he was shot in the back by police a few times. I don't know exactly. I don't remember exactly like how many. Four-ish like times. That. Several yeah. times. Several times. We, I mean, what it boils down to is the police were called. They had him subdued. People were shouting. It was a giant mess. The police gave him commands. He ignored commands. Continued to ignore commands. Got tased. Wasn't able to be subdued. Their last resort was to shoot. Correct. That is the basic of what was happening. But why are we talking about him now? Well, today, the Wisconsin DA came out and said they are not going to press charges against the police officer who shot him. Why is that? Well, I don't know, because he's doing his freaking job. Maybe he's doing his job. Holy man. What a wild coincidence. Like, he was working, and he did what he's supposed to do to keep all the bystanders safe. And here's the thing. You know that because of this, this news of the DA not pressing charges on him, because the police officer is doing his job, you have full footage. You can watch the entire event on YouTube if you want. I've watched it multiple times. Yeah, you can watch it as many times as you want that they have decided that the policeman was doing his job. Mm-hmm. Now, you know the media is going to run with it. They're going to call systemic racism as they have. You're going to have a whole bunch of people BLM. call systemic racism and prejudice and BLM on top of this. I wouldn't be surprised if you had a whole bunch more riots and protests again. Yes, because when this first happened, there was a ton of riots in Kenosha, all over Wisconsin. Yeah. National Guard was called in. Some of the worst in the entire United States. Yeah, in Kenosha. Right. That's where all the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff happened. Kyle Rittenhouse things, all that happened, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're mad. It was a shit show, man. Not as bad as Seattle, but still bad. Well, Seattle had its own issues. (laughs) (laughs) Seattle had its own issues, but Yeah. yeah, it was pretty bad. And we're from there. Like, we're close to there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not far away from where we moved from, Ugh. you know? It's scary. What are, what are your thoughts on it? You see the video footage. You know his rap sheet. He, the ex-girlfriend's house he was at, he had sexually assaulted her in the past. Right. And When and- her children were present. I think the police were doing their job. I think he was not the greatest character. He wasn't supposed to be there. And if he would have just listened to them, nothing bad would have happened to him. People will condemn what you said, saying he's not a good character. So that prejudice came into how the police acted around him. No, because look at what all those police did for that video was so long. Put your hands behind your back. Stop moving. Stop moving. You can hear all the commands. So you're not listening to those commands. You get subdued. You break out of that. Police are still not shooting you, even though there's a ton of bystanders around and there's children in that vehicle. And then you get tased and you're still moving. 
they did absolutely everything they could possibly do besides shoot you. Right. And that just goes to show like what we're doing to the entire police services mm -hmm. as far as diminishing their ability to do their job. Law enforcement, at what yeah. Yeah, the law enforcement. At what point do you just say, you can't do anything to protect us anymore. I don't understand your purpose. Well, exactly. I'm like, what are police and law enforcement there for? To protect and serve. They're there to protect all of those people there. Okay, so... You're going to protect the one dude who is, we don't know what he's doing, but he's not listening to you. Or you're going to protect all of the innocent bystanders that could possibly get hurt. And he was reaching into the floorboards of his vehicle where you later found out he had a knife down there. Okay, what was he going to do with that? Right, exactly. And, and here's the thing. So you see a lot of these videos that come out of previous incidents in which cops did their best to try and do everything they could other than use force. Mm -hmm. And they get shot. They get stabbed. There's horrid videos it's online terrible. that you can watch. Straight up watch someone get stabbed several times in the chest by a guy who didn't even go down after getting shot. Mm -hmm. He got shot like eight times and he still stabbed and killed the police officer with a knife. Yeah. After being shot that many times. There's countless videos. It's, I don't like those videos. Right. And you can't blame them, you know? You're trying to protect not only yourself. the citizens around you, but yourself. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's a hard judgment call. I mean, people can say whatever they want, but it is a hard judgment call. You know? I think they made the right call. Oh, 100%. I agree. That's we my agree thoughts with each on other. it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, and and you can see the video. At what point do you say, "Okay, I've said everything I can to this person. They're not listening." He's is he going to go get a gun? Is he going to go get a knife? Like what's going to happen? What you if he turns know. around and shoots me in the face? How do you stop? And then it's then is was it was it worth it all because we didn't want to possibly shoot this person who has a Who's been convicted of rape? Oh, with children, by the way. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, he has some accounts, sexual assaults of, on children. Yeah. Multiple accounts. I think it's of. I forget whether it's drugs. There's other other things. It's a long record. rap sheet. Yeah, it's a long rap sheet. I'm like, when you know this person is is not following direction, as you can see. Mm-hmm. It's it's a horrible situation, but and with his rap sheet, you don't know what he's capable of doing. If he's capable do, capable of doing all that stuff. He's more than capable of pulling a knife or a gun off his floorboard and shooting you. Well, yeah. And as lots of people would say, it's like, oh, what if it was your friend or family or whatever? Yeah. What if it was your friend or family who got shot because he didn't stop? Yeah. You know? Or it was your friend that was the police officer that got shot. That's what I don't understand is that everyone's trying to push the progressive argument that Like it's, justify him. Justify him. And why are you doing that? And then now everyone's shouting Jacob Blake in these protests. You know who you're shouting? Like, is that what point we're at as a culture is where we're celebrating the lives of someone who sexually assaulted children and raped a woman, one woman, more than one? I don't know. Yeah. Like, we're celebrating them and we're memorializing their names. And then all yelling because, at the cops who did their job. Well, and all because of a narrative that you don't even necessarily know is true. You just believe what the media tells you. Yeah. Like, did you do your background? Right. Did you research yourself? Did you watch all the videos you could find on it? Mm -hmm. You have to form your own opinions. Which, by all statistical accounts, doesn't exist. If you actually do the research, mm -hmm. it doesn't exist, the, the narrative that they push so strongly. Yeah. You know, it turns out, hey, did you know that police officers are 17 times more likely to be shot by black people than the other way around? Did you know that? Yeah. Well, I know that. Right. But... Well, we know that. Because <laughs> right. we're nerds. Because we're nerds. That's what I do is I get home after work and I just research for hours and hours on end. It is true, though. That's what we do in our free time. <laughs> yeah. Well... <laughs> You gotta be educated, man.
I mean, we do try really hard to educate ourselves before forming opinions. Right. But. I mean, that's what you should be doing. And you should assume that the person you're talking to knows something that you do not. Mm. Because then you can learn from them. Wow. You just quoted our. Our favorite. Our favorite. Yeah. Mr. (laughs) Jordan B. Peterson. Yeah. Please welcome yourself back into the limelight, sir. I'm waiting. He's getting there. Yeah, his book's coming out. Oh, when does that come out? March. Yeah. Three months. Jordan B. Peterson's new book, the sequel to. 12 Rules for Life is coming out in March. I'm excited. Me too. We gotta stay on track. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I just, it happens. (laughs) No, we get too excited about things. That's kind of our thoughts about it. I feel bad for law enforcement for the situation they've been put in the past, like, year. It's It's hard for them to do their jobs. If you are someone who's gone into law enforcement, what do you do? And especially, I feel exceptionally bad for black American police officers. Mm -hmm. Like, what a world that must be. Yeah. You know, you have people telling them that they're coons and everything else, and all they're there is to serve you and protect you. And you're willing to call them that? It's amazing to me. And you have people screaming, especially Black Lives Matter, uh, screaming defund and abolish entirely the police. Videos of that. It's just just crazy how far people and uh, leftism has gone in Mm -hmm. America. It is crazy. Yeah, it's wild. It used to be that everyone would stand behind the police and... Oh, thank you for your service. Like police and military. Never thought about twice about it. Now it's a political statement if you say, oh, thank you for your service. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah, you can get shamed and everything. It's like the people in these Black Lives Matter protests are literally walking down the streets and basically harassing and barraging innocent people just having dinner on the side of the road. Yeah. Saying, say Black Lives Matter say Black Lives Matter and they won't let them do anything, you know, and mm-hmm. could to the point, which point is, is it not just har- harassment, it's become physical, right? Where they take you out and they beat you. Yeah. Because that's been happening too. Yeah, I saw that. That happened in DC. Yeah. What a wild world. I just hope that the mass people that are moving to Tennessee don't turn it to like New York or Seattle or California. That's mm-hmm. one, uh, what we can hope for. Yeah, we'll see. Nashville strong. Hopefully. <laughs> We're just going to keep saying Nashville strong. Yep. After everything, Nashville That's strong. what everyone down here says anyway, so. <laughs> yeah. Stand strong, guys. Yeah. Hopefully, there is no riots tonight. Hopefully, it's nice and quiet and peaceful. The, the night is still young. What time is it? It's got to be around nine. I think it's You got nine. a couple hours left. Almost yeah? ten. I mean, if you don't know about the riots that are happening uh, in a town near you, check the news. Oh, my God. I'm just Wait, kidding. you mean a peaceful protest? Yeah, but they're all peaceful. Don't worry. Fiery, but peaceful. It's like you turn on the news and you just see, but most of these protests are peaceful in the background. Everything's burning no. down. <laughs> well, that was, no, that was the last Kenosha riot. The news bottom screen said for the Kenosha riot. Fiery, but mostly peaceful. Yeah, fi- fiery. Okay, here's the thing. If you have to add fiery and mostly peaceful in the same sentence, you might have things mixed up. It's not peaceful. It, it might not be peaceful. It's like in the background. You just see people getting shot at and chased down. Oh my God. Thank God we haven't been a part of that. It wouldn't surprise me if we eventually did. But no! 2021, no riots. Yes, 2021 is going to be great, guys. Really excited. COVID-free. Yeah, now that everyone's getting the vaccine. Yeah, we should, vaccines uh, are coming out. We should see uh, the first humans start to develop three arms um, very soon. <laughs> so make sure you get, what is it, uh, part one and part two, because the uh, the arm will start to get fingers if you don't get the second part of it. So we're not sure the side effects. We've now been flagged on every platform for not factual content. <laughs> oh, God, I don't care. <laughs> 
against the man, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Vaccines are coming out. COVID's going to go away. Yes, it is. No riots. Oh. I'm confident. Yes. And about the Jacob Blake thing, DA not, not pressing charges. Yeah. We forgot to talk about Governor Evers. Oh, Governor Evers is a very special man. Yeah. So Wisconsin's uh, governor, <laughs> yeah. new, a pretty newly elected governor, right? Right before we left, he was elected. Yeah, right before we left Wisconsin, he was elected. Yep, very, very uh, left-left-leaning governor, Democrat, obviously. Extremely. He had some really neat things to say about (laughs) the uh, Jacob Blake. You say it's so... A very, uh, very neat, I would say. You're so polite about it. Yes. So I saw someone post this on Facebook that brought up his statement side-by-side from August when the Jacob Blake incident originally happened, and then from today, who shared it? He showed it from Mike Gallagher, who is a Wisconsin representative. Reading the statements, it's very interesting who is blamed for these situations. So I I guess I'll read part of the statements. I would go for it. Okay, so this one, this first statement is from August 23rd, 2020. Tonight, Jacob Blake was shot in the back multiple times in broad daylight in Kenosha, Wisconsin, Kathy and I join his family, friends, and neighbors in hoping earnestly that he will not succumb to his injuries. While we do not have all the details yet, we know that for certain he is not the first black man or person to have been shot or injured or mercifully killed at the hands of individuals in law enforcement in our state or our country. Uh, we stand with those who have and continue to demand justice, equity, and accountability for black lives in our country. Lives like those of George Floyd, of Breonna Taylor, Tony Robinson, blah, 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 blah. And we stand against excessive use of force and immediate escalation when engaging with black Wisconsinites. I've said all along that we must offer our empathy. Equally important is our action. In the coming days, we'll demand just that of our elected officials in our state who have failed to recognize racism in our state and our country for far too long. How do you feel about that statement, sir? Well, first of all, in the first, I think, sentence or two sentences, he goes, we don't we don't know the situation, the details behind the shooting, but as black people are shot all the time, we pretty much know what it is. Yeah, so he blamed law enforcement. Yeah, it doesn't even, like, why do we even say that then? Why don't you just come out and say, hey, I don't care what the results are, we have to go with this narrative, because that's exactly what you yeah. just said. mercifully killed at the hands of individuals, law enforcement in our state or our country. Yeah, look at look at the words used. Like it's the the it most is, the most backwards freaking what is that a tweet or is that is, actual that, that was his press statement oh geez that was a press statement that makes it even worse yeah no that was his official statement on it right it wasn't like Trump just like tweeting out something random real quick yeah like that was his official statement on the incident don't worry guys he's not trying to indoctrinate you with his ideology it's fine <laughs> you know he's it's just, just wild he just he just is letting you know that you should think exactly like him because otherwise you're a horrible person all right and then he's with the friends and the family of jacob blake what about that poor police officer that's scared to death that he's gonna get thrown in jail for doing his job yeah what about that what about david dorn yeah what about that does anyone talk about that no no people don't even know who david dorn is no we'd rather talk about all all these uh black people who didn't listen to the police reach for guns had convicted rec- records of all different felonies yeah no we'd rather celebrate these people it's like as in a culture now we're, we're celebrating criminals because they died not listening not uh obeying not, the law not following the law yeah yeah but that, that's that's what it's come to guys wild okay so yeah that was a statement from august so yeah. that one he blames the police okay 
and racism. Yeah, of course. So this one is from today for immediate release. This is also an official statement from him, by the way. He says, over the past year, our state and country have witnessed a movement, one that echoes hundreds of years of movements that have come before, demanding justice, equity, and the peace for black lives. What is just as clear as today is that we have failed to deliver on these promises, both as a state and a country. Jacob Blake's life has forever been changed and his kids witnessed violence no kid should ever see, experienced trauma no children should ever endure, all while the world watched. And yet, when presented the opportunity to rise to this movement, and yet, when presented the opportunity to rise with this moment and this movement and take action to provide meaningful common sense reform to enhance accountability and promote transparency in policing in our state, elected officials took no action. Today's decision is further evidence that our work is not done. We must work each day in earnest towards a more, a more just, more fair, and more equitable state and country and to combat the, the racism experienced by Black Wisconsinites. I hope for peace and justice for Jacob, his family, and the entire Kenosha community. I reaffirm my commitment to action to build a more just, more equitable state for every Wisconsinite and ask those who will exercise their right to assemble tonight and in the days ahead do so peacefully and safely. Do you hear that? Governor Evers wants justice for Jacob Blake. He also wants people to assemble tonight. Wow. But you're not supposed to be in groups of more than 10 people. Yeah, so you got to choose the narrative you want to go with. Is COVID killing people or do you want them to assemble? You got to pick one, guys. No, COVID doesn't get you if you're speaking for Black Lives Matter. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. You're protected. You're like in this bubble and COVID goes, oh, shit, social justice warriors. Yep. And you don't get it. Yeah, I forgot. It's really weird. Man, I I always forget the rules to these things. I know. Who needs a vaccine? Just go be a writer. Right. Fuck, I should change my freaking Twitter handle to like, I don't even know, something (laughs) that's going to make me immune to everything. It's either obey the mob or get canceled. Apparently. We'll get canceled, but we don't care. Yeah, we don't care. You'll still listen to us. What I thought was interesting is that he kept saying the word equitable and equity in his statements. Did you notice that? Yeah. Instead of equality. Quality is different than equity. Explain that. Tell tell people what the differences are. So the differences between equality and equity, right? Mm -hmm. So when people talk about equality of outcome and equality of opportunity, those when they say equity, they're looking for equality of outcome. They want everything to be represented 50-50 in race, gender, all of it. You're striving for equality of opportunity because the idea is everyone has the same opportunity to achieve success based off competence. Mm -hmm. Whereas the other way, you're not allowing for the competence to flourish. You're basically choosing people specifically because of the gender, specifically because of their race. It has nothing to do whether they're actually good at what what you're searching for. So work, jobs, etc. All of these things, you're choosing them specifically based on that instead of whether they're actually good mm-hmm. is basically what that is. A lot of your leftist possessed ideological people will strive for that equity rather than than opportunity. And that that's the difference. The difference is competence. We should be striving for people of competence. The representation isn't necessarily as important as people getting have, having the best ability to get the job. Yeah. It's great if you get diversity with competence. 
Yes. Basically everyone having the ability to be successful based on their competence, right? Mm -hmm. People, the idea is that the best person should get the job. Because when you start giving not the best person to get the job, not only do they fail at the job, you're not achieving the best outcomes for whatever you're going for, I guess. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So high school basketball team. Right. All bunch, all the kids have the same opportunity to try out because of their competence in playing. Not every kid will get chosen for the team. Right. So it's like it's like saying, like, for example, if you decided to make a on a men's basketball team, I mean, this is a little weird because of biology. But it's like if you wanted uh, half your team to be females and half your males, you're going to lose the team with all males every time. Yeah. And and it's you might hate to say that, but biologically, men and women are different. Yeah. No, right. no, no. That and that's sense. that's why you have women leagues and men leagues. Here's the thing. As a, as an avid viewer of sports, of competition, of people who love competition, competition's one of the oldest forms of entertainment in human history. Mm-hmm. You want to see the best playing against the best because otherwise, why, why are you watching? Because you know you're not watching peak form. Yes. Right? So that's why you watch women fight, playing against women because they're on the same level. It's not mm-hmm. fair otherwise. What, how is that fair to the woman who's played her whole life being really good, if not the best at, mm-hmm. and then you have a male just comes in. That's why you have the separation there. Yes, that makes sense. So why do you think he said equity, Governor Evers? Because I don't know why. I know Kamala Harris has been throwing that word around pretty heavily the past month and a half. So I don't think it's a cool thing to say equity. He can't say equal or equality because we have equality. Well, right, it won't go along with the narrative because if it, he says, it doesn't follow it, yeah, right. If he says that we we have equality in the United States, then then what are to work on, you know? Yeah, exactly. And he says it multiple times for equitable state, more equitable state for every Wisconsin. Like he kept saying equity and equitable in both statements multiple times because you can't. If you say equality, people, it's way too easy for people to fight back and be like, no, we have equality. Everyone's free in the U.S. But if you say equitable, it's not equitable because not everyone's technically, you know what I mean? It's a way to get around it. So he's sticking with his narrative. Right. Well, and the thing is, is like in the United States, technically, I think technically and uh, legislatively, everyone in the United States has the exact same laws for them now. I think now that we removed the yeah. homosexual, that homosexuals can get married. Yeah, now that gay marriage is a thing. The, I mean, obviously since slavery, since the, the women's Women, suffrage movement. Yeah. All of that, I think, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, everyone has the exact same legislation. And that's where people argue that we do, but it, there's systemic racism built into prejudices, built into the way we decide things. Not well, just you're going to have but... unconscious biases. Like, that's human nature. You can't take that out. Well, no and majority what. bias, too. Well, yeah, and majority bias, too. You know, if you're a kid who grows up, let's say, in Wisconsin in a rural town, and there's only two black kids in your school, and then you go someplace, you get on to Milwaukee for college, and all of a sudden, like, half your class is black. Like, that's a little different for you. Yeah, yeah. Or you grew up playing with white Barbies and then you meet a black child. You have to be like told like, no, you guys are the both same. You're equal. Like you just look a little different. There's no difference. You have the, the far left people who are telling you that if you have majority bias, then you're racist. Racist from birth. But everyone has majority bias. Even if you're black, you have majority That's bias. That's what I'm saying. But they think because there's too many white people here that white people are systemic, that we've created this system 
racism and that it that it's racist from within because there's too many white people here. Which is just so stupid. So like does does that mean everyone in China is then racist against anyone who's white? Well, that's what they would argue though. Or India, for example, the Indians are what majority bias in India and racist towards everyone else. I just don't agree with that. I don't I think don't people agree with it. I don't think people are racist because there's more of them. No. That that's stupid. You no. know? If you're racist, it's because you're racist. It's racist because you think you're better than you everyone else based supreme. on your race. Right. Yeah. Not because you grew up a certain way around yeah. certain individuals. You might be a little more isolated and not as cultured, but that doesn't make you hating other things, the things that you don't know about, you know? Yeah. Will it take you a little bit to get like used to being in a city with different cultures and different people? Like, yeah, you have some of learning course, to yeah. do. But it doesn't make you a racist because you don't know what Somalian food is. I just think it's so stupid. I mean, if you grow up having harboring resentment and hatred towards people of other races as you're growing up, then that's a fault of your parents. Your parents are horrible. Yeah, like you were taught that. You were taught horribly wrong, right? I don't, and I don't think people are. I don't think people teach their kids to be racist. Like, ah, I wouldn't be so positive about that. A lot of a lot of parents have harboring resentment towards towards other races specifically because of the the situations and experiences they had when they were a kid. Mm-hmm. I just think, as a good parent, you don't you don't blame the collective for individual experiences. Yeah. But it happens. I know it happens. I mean, I know it happens, but I'm saying I don't no. think that's everyone. No, I don't think it's on the whole for sure. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's the majority. Yeah, it's usually a different culture. Like a lot of your older folk, they may have a little bit more prejudice. Not racism, but prejudice probably. They also grew up in a different time they period. Did. They, they did. They did indeed. Grew, they grew up during segregation and Jim right. Crow. Like, they grew up when all of that was happening. Right. That was ingrained in their minds until they were 20. And then all of a sudden the world flipped upside down. Like that's a lot to learn about and to get used to. Now obviously you're going to still have that in your brain. It doesn't mean my grandparents are racist because they grew up in the 40s. Right. They're just a little bit more ignorant perhaps. But basically what we're saying is that you don't have to go along with the narratives that people tell you. Yeah, it's okay to think differently. In fact, you should be encouraged to think differently and to form your own opinions. Right. And that's the entire purpose of education. The quote that I just posted to our Instagram, Robin Williams. Yes. The purpose of education is to learn to think freely. Mm-hmm. And I know it's hard and you feel people will make you feel like, oh, you're a bad person because you didn't post the black square or because you don't say that you support BLM. It's too easy to just go along with the mob because you don't want to deal with the backlash it's way too easy it's way too easy people just do it because it's easy and they don't want to get canceled but like you are entitled to think for yourself and to form your own opinions and that does not make you a bad person for having your own opinions look into this stuff any common sense person who who doesn't go along with this as well they're not going to look at you like that either Mm -hmm. don't be a sheep learn to think for yourself yeah educate yourself be able to have these topics without constantly be called a racist. Just uh, speak your mind and don't worry about what others have to say about it. Because yep. that's that's the whole point of being human is learning to think for yourself. Be unique. Right. Be unique. And tell us all about your uniqueness on our social media. <laughs> Smooth transition, right? sir. It was so good. Well, new episode will be in two weeks, January 20th, 2021, my friends. It'll be right after my birthday. I'm going to throw that out there. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but we'll keep it fun. We'll keep it lighthearted. It won't be about politics, even though we're dying to talk about Joe Biden. It's fine. Yeah, so bi-weekly show uploads, like she said, 
And it is season two, friends. It is season two. 2021. 2021. Coming in with a bang. Branded that time when yet again, because that is so sweet. I know. That is so sweet. We're coming out with merch that time when on t-shirts, maybe on mugs. Yeah. You know. We gotta figure that out. Yeah, so let's uh, end this episode before my voice gets any worse from uh, over the course of this episode. It's like I smoked 100 packs of cigarettes. 100 packs? 100. That's what it sounds like. I'm like a gruff. Oh, no. You know, like League of Legends characters, like graves. Well, you can order some cough drops through Instacart. We do have an affiliate link with them. If you order anything over $35, you'll get free delivery. Super awesome, super convenient. You don't have to leave your house if you're scared of the COVID or if you're just lazy like me. Thanks so much for listening. Follow us on all socials at Strive Nation Pod. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Feel free to show your support and check out our Patreon. And remember, when the world is upside down, Strive Nation's right side up. Have a good one. Bye.